0: Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Welcome back to the Article 7 podcast. This is the fourth of a series of Holy Week worship. Uh, podcasting the sights and sounds at Bethany Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Andy Jago, the minister at Bethany. And in this podcast, you're going to hear The Strife is O'er by our praise ringers at Bethany Lutheran, handbells. You'll hear the second part of the sermon. You heard part one, hopefully, and if you if you haven't gotten that far, uh, you may be a little... Um, you may be wondering, you know, wait a minute. This there seems to be something missing from the sermon if you just listen to it in this podcast, and you'd be absolutely correct because you missed the first part of the sermon in the previous podcast. So go back and listen to that first, and you'll be all caught up. Gabriel's message does away by Hildebrandt again. The Bethany singers backed up by the Bethany brass, and Jesus Christ is risen today. We're going to sign off on this podcast, The Way the Worship Began at Bethany Lutheran. These are all recorded live. So, once again, just to keep in mind, the audio quality may vary, but we know that won't take away from the blessing that God gives to His Word as we hear it spoken and sung. A blessed Easter season to you as you listen to worship at Bethany Lutheran. Approached the tomb where Jesus' body was laid on Easter Sunday, that tomb is empty. And nobody knows what happened. No, I'm just kidding. Christ is risen!
1: He's risen indeed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Bet
0: you going there for a minute.
1: <laughs>
0: the new reality of Easter. This new spiritual reality. This is what now, we need to see. We know the Lord's eyes are upon us, but now we have to live in this reality of a God who wants to love and care for us forever. So how can we see that? How can we be aware of this reality? How can we see our Lord? We ourselves have a difficult time because we're human. I think that spiritual reality becomes cloudier the more of real reality that we have to deal with day in and day out. One of the questions I get asked a lot is, Pastor, how, how do I know, how can I feel God's presence? How do I know he's there? Sometimes the lack of feeling is hard to bear. Here's one letter that was written decades ago by someone we may think is very highly spiritual. We admire her for her spirituality. She writes, Lord my God, who am I that you should forsake me? the child of your love and now become is the most hated one the one you have thrown away is unwanted unloved i call i cling i want and there's no one to answer no one on whom i can cling no no one alone where is my faith even deep down right in there is nothing but emptiness and darkness my god how painful is this unknown pain I have no faith. I dare not utter the words and thoughts that crowd my heart and make me suffer untold agony. A letter addressed to Jesus at the suggestion of a confessor. A letter written by Mother Teresa. Again, someone we hold in very high regard as being spiritual. The letter is not dated, but she likely wrote it before accepting the Nobel Peace Prize in 1979. The other letters that were published in a recent book indicated that she started struggling like this not long after she started her Sisters of Mercy in Calcutta, for which she's so well known. There were times where Mother Teresa said that in her life that she could sense God's presence in this or that thing, but there were long years where she felt nothing at all. Years of darkness, she says, where she felt very distant from God. So even she had a hard time with spiritual reality. Well, St. Peter did too. Peter walked on the water for a few minutes until he saw the wind and the waves, and then started to sink down beneath the water. Also, there was Mary Magdalene. I mean, Jesus was standing right in front of her. In our gospel lesson for today. And yet she could not see, well, at least until she hears her name. And then suddenly she knew that Christ was risen.
1: He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. So
0: we have many examples in the Bible. I mean, Peter did manage to cry out, Lord, save me. And then received the outstretched hand of the Savior to be pulled above the waters. Mary was sent with good news to Peter and the others, saying, I have seen the Lord. And after the resurrection, they lived in this new spiritual reality, which is the same reality all around us. If we are so desperate for God's presence, then we have to go where he says he is, the living word of God, where he is. And also the sacraments, where he connects his presence with our senses where we can feel the waters of baptism, taste the bread and the wine. God is there. God is present if we have eyes to see. Mary first saw Jesus, I mean truly saw him, when seven demons were expelled from her. We are not given any more details than that in the Gospel of Luke, except that after that moment, she's always mentioned with the other followers of Jesus. Luke tells us that Mary and several others provided for the disciples out of their means. She was also among the few who visited the grave of Jesus early in the morning. Now, where were the other disciples? They were behind locked doors out of fear. But Mary and the other women went to the tomb, hoping to anoint the body of Jesus. Their love for him, overpowering any fear that they might have had. Mary's eyes were fixed on seeing Jesus again. And yet she couldn't see him right there. She couldn't recognize when he stood right in front of her. Maybe it was because of all the tears that were in her eyes. But for whatever reason, at just a word, her eyes were opened. Dear friends, what would happen to us today if our eyes were opened? If suddenly all of our doubts and all of our frustrations and all of our fears could just go away like that because we could see the spiritual reality around us, that it's made itself known. We could open our eyes and see our loved ones that we've said goodbye to in this life standing there with the angels and archangels and all the company of heaven glorifying the Lamb of God who was slain just as we sing around this altar. What if we could see the victory party that is heaven? But we cannot. Instead, we have to keep our eyes and open them right here, to this reality, to look around at your brothers and sisters of Christ who are here, worshiping next to you. We have to look at gravestones and reminders of loved ones who are not here We go to memorials like those at Virginia Tech. There are people who are gathered on that campus over this weekend remembering what happened there 10 years ago. And we pray with them at these moments that God would watch over our loved ones in this world where violence and uncertainty are a reality. We have to look into a world that's ready to forget about God and mock those of us who believe. We have to look into a world of fear because of all the conflict and economic uncertainty, a world rotting under human pollution. We have to look into all the eyes of people who are around us who know nothing of what we know by faith. And you know what we have to do, you know what we have to say. Christ is risen.
1: He is risen indeed. Hallelujah.
0: Because there is a greater reality beyond just what we could see. Christ is risen.
1: He is risen indeed. Hallelujah.
0: Because we know the joy that is this Easter Sunday, this heavenly joy that breaks into our world. Christ is risen.
1: He is risen indeed. Hallelujah.
0: Because we know that at the death of Christ, our sin is simply no more. Christ is risen.
1: He is risen indeed. Hallelujah.
0: Because by his death, he has destroyed the power of death. Dear friends, the eyes of the Lord are always upon us, upon the good and the evil alike. Because of Jesus, those eyes are always, always looking on us in love. Because of Jesus... He can open our eyes to see the spiritual reality that is ours, the spiritual reality of God's love. Dear friends, may God grant that this reality gives us hope to go out of here and to continue in this world. Continue serving, no matter what. Continue loving our neighbor. Continue making a difference where we are. Because with every kind word, with every helping hand we extend, with every prayer said, we are proclaiming a spiritual reality to this world, a reality where sin and death and fear have been locked in the tomb. And dear friends, we rise. We as the church rise and we live because Christ is risen.
1: He is risen indeed.
0: And we worship his name because Christ is risen.
1: He is risen indeed. Hallelujah.
0: And we go out with joy in our hearts because Christ is risen.
1: He is risen indeed. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah
2: and amen.
0: Well, we hope you were blessed by hearing God's Word spoken and sung at Bethany Lutheran Church. Just a reminder, we are located at 2501 Beacon Hill Road in Alexandria, Virginia. And just as a reminder, you can worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m., followed by World Music Worship at 1 p.m. that's powered by African Immigrant Ministry, led by Pastor Joseph B. Davis. You can find out what's happening right now at Bethany Lutheran by visiting www.bethany, that is B E T H A N Y dash dot Well, again, Christ is risen, and a blessed Easter season to all of you listening to this podcast.